0: Hello, I'm Alice Murray, editor of The Drawdown, and I'm joined today by Danny Trentacosta, Global Head of Business Lines at MUFG Investor Services. Hi, Danny.
1: Hi, Alice. Thank you for having me today.
0: My absolute pleasure. Um, Okay, so today we're going to be thinking about returning to operational or tech or infrastructure projects that might have been put on hold because of the recent disruption and then the key considerations for returning to them now. Um, So Danny, with private capital funds having been in various stages of upgrading their operational infrastructure, unsurprisingly the recent shock events have likely put many projects on hold. Um, So from your mind, what's the current state of play or feeling in the market when it comes to returning to this kind of upgrade work?
1: Yes, Alex, we're definitely seeing that throughout the alternative space, these projects have absolutely been put on hold. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, since the pandemic hit, we've been through a series of stages in terms of responses. First and foremost was the immediate move that we've all done to ensure staff were safe and in parallel, be able to continue to work. Moving throughout to today, we're in what we're calling a business as usual in BCP mode. We're all doing our best to keep our businesses running, yet our lives are still upside down with most people working from home and all the additional responsibilities that have come along with that.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Okay yes, you're so right that the industry has clearly found ways to keep running and keep active and keep going. Um, and so, as you say, we're kind of in this, this business as usual in BCP mode. So do you think now is an appropriate time to start thinking about projects that, that were put on hold in the immediate response phase?
1: I think so, yes. And the first thing I think you need to think about, Alice's capacity. If if your firm has the right capacity to continue these sorts of projects, and it's still a big ask, you're essentially adding more strain on your team, so it definitely needs to be managed carefully. But it's certainly possible, especially if firms have the luxury of a project team who is there to facilitate change, then this could be a good time to pick these projects back up or continue with them. But it always comes back to the people element and making sure that you're not putting unnecessary strain on your people and on your infrastructure. Mm -hmm. And
0: I suppose that you know, for, in your experience, the people that you're closest to is, is, is your team at MUFD, um, aware that you've been very active in investing in your infrastructure and driving technological excellence. So how has this impacted you? Have, have certain projects been put on hold or delayed at your end?
1: Yes, we have been very active, Alex, thank you. And we've been investing heavily in our infrastructure to ensure that we're resilient in our platform and we continue to automate our processes. An example of that is that we've completely automated our waterfall waterfall calculations and eliminated spreadsheets, which is a huge differentiator for us in the market. We've also upgraded our client-facing technology so that managers are getting real-time updates and analytics. Now, we've continued to push forward with what we consider to be our must-haves, but we've definitely delayed some of our nice-to-haves. Now, I caveat this by saying clearly, we have a large team and a large infrastructure, but there were definitely certain things that had to be put aside that are now starting to be picked up again. And as for our clients, they're definitely coming to us now wanting to do more from an outsourcing perspective. And they're asking if we can take over specific functions for them.
0: Mm, That is really interesting. Okay, so clearly some fund managers are reassessing their operational infrastructure in light of recent events and perhaps looking to streamline where they can?
1: Yes, and we expect to see a lot more of this kind of activity. I think what this is teaching everyone is that there's significant BCP and the risk in the system. I think most firms have solid BCP plans in place, place, but it's unlikely that they would have appreciated the pressure that recent events have put on all infrastructure, on all technology globally. So I think it makes sense to think about mitigating some of that BCP risk through outsourcing non-investment related functions, such as fund accounting, investor operations, reporting and cash management. And we're definitely starting to see projects being picked up again, but what I think has changed is that funds are looking to use a third party to do that. Whether it's tech or accounting or your core systems, it takes work capital and resources. So more and more, we're definitely seeing our clients wanting to run leaner operations and focus on their core function, which is serving their investors.
0: Fab. Okay, that's hugely encouraging. All right. And so, um, For those kind of taking those first tentative steps, um, what are the the first things that they should be thinking about or considering um, when revisiting and reassessing their upgrade projects?
1: I think if you're revisiting or reassessing, the first question should be, is this critical to my investment process and do we need to maintain this in-house? And if managers are thinking about using a third party, then they should speak to their network, find out who their peers work with and who's best suited as a partner. They should ask themselves also in this environment if now is the right time. If this kind of project brings more risk and does it distract us from our primary goals? If these projects are a source of distraction, especially from decision-making, then I think it needs to be reassessed. You might end up coming to the same decision, but I definitely think it's worth exploring.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. So kind of, you know, a mindful, a mindful revisit. Um. But then within that, perhaps are there certain tasks or projects that um, might be more feasible kind of under current conditions compared with others?
1: Yeah, I think you probably don't want to be lifting out your entire infrastructure right now and giving that to a third party. Now, I'm not saying it couldn't be done, but it definitely seems a bit aggressive. <laughs> um. But you, But you can break it down into phases, which is what, honestly, we would do under normal conditions anyway. So whenever we engage in large-scale projects, it's phased, and we want to start with specific projects, specific functions, and test it along the way. So we always recommend starting out with things that are easily transferable, reconciliations, basic accounting functions, or data entry, as some examples. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I guess it kind of goes back to what we were saying, you know, that the industry has been able to, to keep itself going, keep active um, uh, across the board. Um, but obviously, given the scale and the breadth of the recent disruption and volatility, is it possible that then by revisiting these upgrade projects that they can then be improved in, the, in and of themselves?
1: Yes, and I think this is the perfect opportunity for GPs to reassess their change programs. It's a great time to think about whether or not it makes sense to continue the internal rebuild path, or as we've said, to start to look at partnering with third parties. Now our industry has been phenomenal at adapting to the recent disruption, and people are realizing they don't need to do everything on their own. There's experts out there that can help, and certain processes can definitely be moved out.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And surely that kind of level of introspection and ability to react and, and learn to changing circumstances that's got to be sending out the right message to LPs.
1: Absolutely, Alice. I think hopefully GPs can be talking to their LPs about how they've come through this and how they're using this time and experience as an opportunity to reassess both their BCP plans and their systems. Again, as an industry, we've gotten through the initial rush and panic, but on the tail end, there's still so much more uncertainty as to when there will be any whole scale return. So now I think is a perfect time to reassess as long as your business is on stable footing. Alice, I think we can do this. I mean, if we can do what we've done so far, what else could be done? Can I outsource functions to preside, provide more resiliency to my platform to the benefit of both me as a GP and my investors? I think that's the main question that we can ask ourselves now.
0: I love that. I absolutely love, you know, a level of, you know, being able to find a level of optimism and curiosity and a willingness to start thinking differently and, Perhaps even more creatively, when it comes to operational infrastructure, um, this you know this has the the potential to propel firms into a, a new way of working and um, yeah, find some benefits and find some um, positivity in the long run out of all of this. <laughs> um, great, Danny, thank you so much for for your time and your insight today. That's been super interesting. Um, thank
1: you for having me on your podcast, Alice. I appreciate it.
0: Oh, my absolute pleasure. And uh, thank you very much for listening.